Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. If you've been following us around on the social medias, you know that we've teamed up with Bijack out of St. Louis for all of our CEP Network merchandise for all of the shows. Bijack has raised the bar on comfort and convenience. Go to bijack.com slash CEP and take a look at the tees, hoodies, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP Network and get some gear. You will be glad you did. In this episode, we talk about Miley Cyrus on SNL, Finn McKinty's comment about local bands, UFC fight night from Saturday night, and we threw in a this or that list so you can see where you match up with us. If you'd like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, and believe it or not, you can even find us on TikTok now. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. How are you on this beautiful, not so beautiful, because it's raining and crappy outside, Mother's Day? I'm great. I'm not as good as you because apparently when it rains in the woods, you have to worry about everything not working. Listen, it's the way things go. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's 2021. It's not 1941. Have you you never had like direct TV or like cable? Never. Never? Oh. Well, which ones? I mean, I've had cable before, yeah. And you, you never had issues like when it rained or when there was storms or anything like that? No, I live in a civilized society where <laughs> most things work, even though it rains. Listen, man, it's, we got trees that block signals from going from here to outer space and then back. We we have crime. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather have uh, blocked signals. It's debatable. Um, Are you sure? I don't think happy it is. Mother's Day to. A, <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, though. Yeah. Did you celebrate Mother's Day yesterday? Do you think yesterday? our moms... Say it again. Did you Did you celebrate Mother's Day yesterday? Uh, no. No? No. Why? Well, I mean, well, did, you, did your wife work yesterday, too? Yes. She did? Okay. So yes. she's just really screwed on Mother's Day. Uh, any holiday that comes on a Sunday, yes. <laughs> She's not the type of person to take off for a holiday. So I gotcha. Okay. She was too. Um, I don't know. I mean, we went out to dinner on Wednesday. We went out to dinner on Friday. She woke up to gifts today. She's she's fine. There you go. She'll be okay. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think she, your wife, and our mothers are are upset with us for being sellouts? Uh, you're gonna have to go deeper into that one. I'm not sure what. You mean by sellout? Uh, we are fully submerged 
in the TikTok world now. Yeah, and there's it's, no, there's it's no kinda, coming back. Apparently. It's really, it's really worrisome. It kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm intrigued though. I will give you that. Why? Because I'm intrigued that we have, I don't know. There's probably 10, 15 videos up on TikTok now that have. 500 views, something like that, and then one that's got 23,000 views. And I still don't know if that means viral. I don't know what TikTok does, does or how it works. If you if you look at the reel on TikTok, every video that's come up, and I don't follow anyone, you just, when you sign up, you choose for, and by the way, not me, Raised on the Radio. <laughs> when Raised on the Radio signed up, you choose like what you're interested in. Uh-huh. So whatever those videos are when they come, all of them have like, I think the least amount of views I've seen on one was like 400,000. Gotcha. So no, okay. I don't think 23,000 means dick in the TikTok world. Right. So no, we are not TikTok famous. It's interesting though, right? Not really. No, you it's don't gross. Think, you don't like think everything so? else. No, yeah. no, it's more gross. Probably listen, it's no different than Instagram. It's no different than Facebook. It's no different than Twitter. Uh, but like I said, my, a wise friend of mine once said, you know, Instagram is where, and I said this before on the podcast, Instagram is where celebrities go to be normal people. And TikTok is where normal people go to try to be celebrities. Right. Um, and boy, I did not expect, I mean, the comments (laughs) that were on the raising on the radio page, the comments that we're getting are, are, are what, what do these people do with their lives? That's, I mean, it, so I assume you're talking about the Mighty Ducks clip? Uh, there, no, on any of them. Any of them. Okay. The, so reason, like, the reason I said the Mighty Ducks clip is because they, I mean, it was like comment after comment after comment. And some of these people were like. Upset at me. Upset at you. <laughs> but they're, but like on our, on the other page, on the network page, you know, it's people like kind of getting into it with each other over who's the Correct. best player on the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> that that was my point. You're having conversations with each other via a conversation and a topic that you didn't even start. And also, clearly, we're a podcast and we're being tongue-in-cheek. I'm not fully serious but also for you people out there, and I'm talking to you TikTokers that say I'm wrong about Conway. Let me let me just explain something to you. So apparently I didn't explain this well enough. So let me just explain this again. <laughs> when I say that Charlie was the hero in the first movie, he most certainly was. When I say he was the best player in the movie, it was because he's the hero. Now to all you people who read into things way too much and take things way too seriously, not once did I say he was the most skilled player. Not once did I say that anyone else thought he was the best player. He was the hero. And when we're talking about ending a movie with the hero being triumphant, I'm considering that person the best. Okay? Fuck nuts. You fucking (laughs) cuckoo birds. (laughs) Point number one. Point number two. I don't even remember what my point was in the video. What did I say? He was the best. Oh, no, no. Okay. So then he became the worst. Now, if you watch the second movie, that's pretty easy to see. I think on a breakaway, he whiffed on the puck and then slid headfirst into the goal, if I remember correctly. That's super embarrassing, especially when you're playing, I don't know, in the Olympic Games. 
or what were they called? Junior Olympics, whatever were the, I think the so, yeah. What are they? They have a special name though. I don't remember. Anyway, that's embarrassing, and that should never happen to any person in the Olympic Games. So he is the worst player. Oh, by the way, I made that point by saying he got replaced by Keenan Thompson, mm-hmm. who at this point in his life had only played roller hockey in the streets of Los Angeles, California. Okay. Everyone needs to calm down, I guess is my point. <laughs> Full on debates between people. Uh-huh. Calling each other names. Uh-huh. But it w- that's fine. I guess that's all in good fun. You know, there, there were comments like, I don't know what movie this guy was watching. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> but then, but then I posted the video about Miley Cyrus and boy, do people not like me because of that. But the funny thing is this, I'm being attacked because, and by the way, I like all of these comments, positive or negative. I just uh-huh. want to mind fuck these idiots. Uh-huh. But, um, I don't like all of them, but the ones that are super negative, I like them um, as raised on the radio. You know what? So, though, hey, before you go on, one thing I never thought that I would hear Patrick Blair say is I'm getting attacked for. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because like you're on the ask, you're on the spectrum of I'm getting attacked and I like it because it's fun. But oh, yeah. any anybody else would probably be like, I'm being attacked and this is not fun. I don't like being attacked. Oh, this like is you, great. You're, yeah, you're oh, not, you're not playing, it. you're not playing victim in this scenario. You're loving it. <laughs> oh, I could spread butter on this and just eat it. It's great. <laughs> it's the best. But so the Miley Cyrus thing we put up about how she's not a rocker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now again, if you listen to the full podcast, I don't say some, I say not so nice things about Miley, but in the clip that we posted on TikTok, not once do I mention anything about her gender ever. Not that but we, I'm getting attacked. I mean, not like that we I ever did say something would, about too. her gender. Right. But I never said anything about her gender. Right. So you're doing this to yourself. You're making yourself upset about something I said when I didn't even say it to whoever. There is quite a few people. Um, I've, my favorite one was you're telling me you're a straight white male without telling me or something or without saying it. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, okay. But also I didn't make any of that conversation about gender. You're doing that. You're wrapped up in your own identity. Okay. Feel bad for you. Carry on. <laughs> I win. You looked at my video and commented on it. <laughs> it's bizarre, dude. It's, it's super weird. Yeah. You know how those people are though. What's that? I said, you know how those people are, though. I I, I, I kind of until now. I kind of didn't expect it on TikTok, though. I expect that more on like Twitter versus TikTok. But I guess you have all the. I guess you have people on pretty much every social media platform now. So, I guess you can't you can't expect less from one platform than the other. I guess. I see. It. Well, I remember there being so much hate. And just anger and just negativity on Facebook. Not so much Twitter. I know Twitter, it, it exists. You don't see it that much on Instagram. But it's all gross. It it's is. all voyeuristic. Just look at me behavior. Yeah. And we've bought in. Our moms are proud. <laughs> Speaking of um, selling out, 
You didn't watch Saturday Night Live last night with Elon and Miley? I did not. I knew it was coming up, but I haven't. Mainly because of the whole Dogecoin thing. Everybody is like all wrapped up in cryptocurrency right now and stocks and whatnot. Yeah. Which kind of intrigues me, but I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. Intrigues you in what way? Like you want to join the trend? You want to hop on the bus? I mean, I wouldn't mind to, but I really don't. I really don't have a desire to sit and do all the research that it takes on all the companies and everything like that to actually invest in somebody, uh, especially when we're talking about money. That you so you don't have it. your money invested anywhere? No, I don't. Okay. Do you? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you have it in Dogecoin? I do not, oh. and I never will. Probably not. You seem like we'll you, see. you you took pride in that statement just now. Why are you saying I never will? Well, when I say I never will, because well, one, I don't have I don't know enough about it to to say I would. Okay, I haven't right now because I'm not hearing good things about it. So I'm gonna let those those things you know fizzle out a little bit before I even do the research. Okay. And the people that I'm hearing not so good things about it from are people who I guess I entrusted to sort of lead me in a direction when investing my money. Okay. But this is a boring conversation, so we should not do this to our (laughs) listeners. Um, My whole point of asking was, uh, you know, I didn't, I, well, look, I saw, I I didn't watch it while it was happening, but I, I, you know, my girl, Miley, I had to watch, I had to know what she did. Um, she was as awkward as ever. I, I, dude, she is not a good performer. It's just so, I don't know how this isn't obvious to everyone else. Uh, maybe, I, I, I don't know, but she's just awkward. She just looks uncomfortable always, but I want to compliment her. Yes. I want to compliment Miley. She opened up the show by doing her remix song with kid Leroy, which I thought was cool. Bringing in a lesser known artist to be on such a huge stage and a giant, you know, giving him such a giant platform. Now she was the musical guest. And so she's the featured person and he's just the afterthought, but it's originally his song and there's the remix with her on it. So they did, she opened the show or did her first, her first performance was that. So I want to commend her. And that's where I'm stopping it. Do you think that was her choice? I don't know. That's a good question. I would say if I'm being the hateful, I hate Miley person, I'm going to say, yes, the narcissism overtook her. And she goes, you know what? People are going to commend me for this. So I'm going to do it. I want that pat on the back. Although that's probably it was it's it was it's probably her latest release. I mean, it got released like April, like not even a month ago. So, I mean, it's it's a recent thing. Okay, so that makes sense. True. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'd hate to live inside of her brain and guess what goes on there. Um, <laughs> so did, yeah, I don't she, know, did, but, she, did she, uh, do the same persona as she did for the Super Bowl? Negative, sir. No. Okay. She was pop star Miley. Oh, wow. Huh. Yep. Weird. So if, so, so if you had to choose between the two on which is your, the one you hate the least, which one would you pick? <laughs> Pop star Miley. Okay. 
but it's still uncomfortable to watch. She's uncomfortable. She just makes me uncomfortable. She just looks nervous. She looks like she's just anticipates everything that's happening. And it makes it so unpleasant to watch. Maybe she doesn't, but this is just how the way that I see it. This is the way that look, she's got a good voice. You're never going to hear me say she's not a good singer. It's not about that. It's just the performance part of it that I don't like. I don't like her. I don't like her attitude. I don't like her. But anyway, um, do you know that song without you? Have you ever heard that song? Uh-uh. Either the Kid Leroy version or yeah. Um, he sounds like Post Malone. He's the what I call the younger version of Post Malone. Okay. Um, which who would have thunk that there would now be like a style like where kids are mimicking Post Malone, but it is definitely full force. Crazy. Um, and then on my YouTube music when I'll just have it on shuffle that I just, all of these artists I've just are completely foreign to me. All these young kids, they all sound like this now. So yeah. Post Malone has started a movement apparently, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's, that song is good. Um, I've never really, I've heard a few of his other songs, but I haven't like taken the time to like really, really check it out, but it's not bad. I don't know if we've talked about Post Malone much on this show. Are you a fan of Post Malone? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There wasn't a lot of confidence in that. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, he has songs that I like. Okay, right? Yeah. Uh, from the last two albums, the earlier stuff when he was like wearing cornrows and it was just like this blend of hip hop and R and B. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't really, I don't know what this is. It's just not good to me. It just wasn't. It just didn't interest me at all. Like the whole white Iverson shit. Like I was like, no, I'm good. First of all, no one should ever call themselves Iverson. Period. There's one Iverson. Don't do that. I didn't. And then I didn't even heard guy. that. Was that a big thing? Eh, yeah, but it's way old. I mean, this is like 2000, probably 16. Okay. 17. Gotcha. Um, and it was before he became rock, post Malone. Okay. He was very much hip hop R and B little you know pop but but no i mean he has songs that i like uh and and you know i can appreciate him kind of just like with machine gun kelly paying homage to the rock and roll that he grew up listening to just because and even if you're low-key about it because you're trying to be in machine guns kelly case in machine gun kelly's case a rapper or hip-hop artist, or in, in Post Malone's case, a hip-hop R&B guy. Even if you're low-key about it, that doesn't make it a bad thing. Like, you're not a poser because you did one thing and then you adopted another thing and blended the two, at least in my opinion. Um, maybe, maybe if people who know them better, if they call them posers because they know that they were, you know, whatever, whatever. However you want to break into the music industry, are the songs good? Then okay. You know what I mean? that's just where I, that's where my head's at. Typically there are a couple of cases maybe where it wasn't, but um, so I can appreciate him doing that. And he did a really cool thing at the start of the pandemic where he did a live stream of uh, from his house. He had Travis Barker there and they just did a Nirvana tribute. It it wasn't great. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like mind blowing by any means, but it was good. I mean, it was just, it was something to watch. Right. We had nothing to do <laughs> but live stream music, yeah. you know. So um no, I mean, yeah, so I appreciate him. 
I'm not the biggest fan. I've never purchased a full record or anything like that, but I don't know. Why do you like them? Dislike them? I'm neutral. There's a few songs yeah. that I've heard that I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't hate this, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a real opinion. I don't guess, but speaking of machine gun Kelly, so I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but I guess he, uh, they made the announcement that he's coming to St. Louis, the St. Louis yeah. music park or something like that. Did you ever find out where that's at? Yeah, it's, uh, it's in Maryland Heights. It's like Centene, right? Or part of that. Yeah. So it's like this whole complex. They have like an ice rink and I've never been there. I don't know. I, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's been open that long. Cause I, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I remember like they do food trucks and all that kind of stuff up there. I think maybe, maybe it's, uh, that's, that is the County for sure. Okay. So are you Pretty. planning on buying tickets for that? Maybe. Really? I don't know. I figured you'd be jumping on it. Nah, I don't know. I watched uh, a couple minutes, or I, I, I browsed through and kind of fast-forwarded through a couple minutes of his his last live performance, like full, like he did in Jacksonville, Florida, I think, a couple weeks ago. It was very much all pop punk. He did a few of the older songs, hip-hop songs. few. I don't know if I want to just go see him do pop punk. I don't really have any interest in going to a live show that's just pop punk. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't. Um, I'd be curious to see like who his opener would be. Hope. I mean, I don't know. What if it was Miley? I would imagine it would be a pop punk band. Huh? So what if it was Miley? Or they were, or Miley would or, never open for him or they would. Okay. They would co-headline. How about that? That still wouldn't happen. <laughs> I don't think so. I would never say never um, on that one. Huh? I said I would never say never on that one. I could. I don't know. I don't see it. You don't? Okay. No. Not even a chance. Not even a little bit. I think she's way too big for him. Okay. I think, I think she thinks she's way too big for him. How Got about it. that? Gotcha. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe they're best friends. Maybe it's already in the works. Maybe it's already booked. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess like if we're, yeah, I, I, I just can't, I don't know. Maybe I might go if somebody has free shit, which tends to happen. I am going to Kansas city to see bears. You are. We have already That's put awesome. those plans into the works. That's awesome. So. If it wasn't literally two days after my baby's due date is, I would totally yeah. go. Yeah. However, I don't think I can pull that one off. <laughs> you never know. Um, so we're going to do that for sure. Heck yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Well, speak, speaking of that though, did you, so where are they playing? Is it a place you've been to in Kansas city before? Uh, I didn't, when I, when I looked, I don't recall the name. No. So I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm just wondering if they're playing bigger places. Cause like I said, I think the last time they came through St. Louis, they played pops, which I know isn't like, you know, anything to shake your head at, but it's, it's it's still considered small, like it's not like a pageant or, you know, something like that. I was just wondering if they're playing bigger bigger spots now or if it's about the same. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say they're probably playing thousand cap rooms. Okay, I'd guess okay. maybe some cities more, but yeah. Um, 
I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, I didn't recognize the venue, but it's been a while since I've been to Kansas City for a show. I mean, the only places I know of for sure are like the Riot Room and and like bigger bigger places where I've seen bigger shows. Gotcha. Like have you almost. have you, you know you said I think it was the last episode you were talking or maybe been off air, but you, you know you kind of said that you had people trying to push you in the direction of Beartooth for, for a long time and you kind of, you just didn't really do it. And then now you're like engulfed in them. It does that put, have you went back through their catalog and have more respect for the older stuff now too? Or do you still not necessarily like the older stuff? Is it the newer stuff that's really taking you by storm now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the older stuff's fine. I, I didn't. It's not like I did. It's not like I hated it. It just wasn't. It wasn't really doing uh, what this stuff is, what their stuff now is doing for me. Okay. If that's, I mean. Well, I mean, I, I, I I've been there before too, where you know, there's a band that you don't you don't ever listen to that much, and then all of a sudden they put out something, and you're like, holy shit, this is awesome, and then you go back and you kind of you start liking the older stuff more because of what they put out now. So that's why I was curious if yeah. you're doing the same thing or not. Yeah, I no. Okay. Not yet. I'm sure I will eventually, <laughs> but not yet. Okay. They had um, on the record before disease, they had a few songs that I, I like. Um, what was that album called? Wasn't, wasn't there one like aggressive or something like that? It's got like a wolf on it. Yes. I sound like such a fan. <laughs> let me let me check. I want to know. Okay, I, I know it's in the mix somewhere. I just don't know. I I don't know what the how the records line up. Yeah. So my whole point though was with 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 Post Malone. Like to your question, like I can appreciate them doing that. But here's a, here's a good question: In which community is it disliked more when an artist crosses over to a new sound? The rock community. Or the hip hop community. I would, I would almost say. I would say I think hip hop. See, I disagree, man. Really? I think it, I think it's disliked more in rock because that word poser is thrown around more. Whereas in the hip hop community, the word street is used more. So, like, if Machine Gun Kelly puts out a pop punk album with a pink album cover with a, a lead single called "My Ex's Best Friend." people in the hip hop community are going to go, he ain't that street. He ain't a street is whatever. I gotcha. But it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to not listen to the music. Well, when you said hip hop, I, is, my, my mind went back to like your hardcore, like hip hop artists. And I was trying to think of like your older hip hop artists going to rock. And I could see a lot more people not liking that. I don't know, man. I saw Body Count live, and people were going ape shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, whereas in the rock community, you got all of these fucking tastemakers just shitting on Post Malone and shitting on Machine Gun Kelly and and other people. I'm trying to think of where's some of the other guys. Um, oh god, what's that guy's name? Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. He did like a like a bulls on parade cover that went viral on YouTube and like all these guys like metal, metal guys and rock guys and the, and the realist. And the, like I said, the tastemakers and the gatekeepers, they just shit on it. Mm -hmm. 
And really, it's just like in Finn McKenzie, I hate to keep referencing this guy, but I'm beginning to think like he and I think the same way on a lot of shit. But he did a video on racism and rock and metal. And I mean, he's not wrong, dude. He's not wrong. And I know Machine Gun Kelly and Post Malone are white, but they come from a primarily African-American culture of hip hop and R&B. So like the inevitable happens where people go, you don't belong, go back to your world. I don't know. It's an interesting conversation to have. And, and it's interesting to think about if you pay attention enough to even know who some of these people are and, and know about the culture, both in hip hop and both in rock and metal and know about what people are saying about up and coming artists and go to the shows and hear the things people say. Um, I don't really give a fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> the color of your skin means nothing to me, regardless Absolutely. of what yeah. type of music you're doing. Right. I might hate on you a little bit if you're a rapper and you're white at first, just because it's fun. It's just so easy. <laughs> but you don't really fun. believe what you're saying is what you're saying. <laughs> well, well, look, you're, you're, you're got your dude. Eminem is one of my least favorite artists of all time. So you right. gotta, you, you, if you sound anything like Eminem, you've lost me to start. You got to do something different. Don't, don't buy Eminem style if you're a white rapper. You're never going to win me over. Just me. Uh, Beartooth had an album called Disgusting in 2014, and then Aggressive was 2016. Okay. You mentioned Finn McKinty a while ago. So I don't know if I sent you this or not, but he made a post on social media a few, like a week ago or something, that said uh, something along the lines of, one day I want to have as much confidence as a local band saying we have big news coming. Or something I like that. that. And I, I, as soon as I seen that, I screenshotted it and I texted it over to our buddy Joel. And Joel, he was like, I already, I already commented on that. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, something about just, I think he said, wait for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But it's true. Um, I, I just feel like there's a lot, a bigger chance for more hiccups on things when a, like a local band says, we have big, we have big things coming or big news coming or something like that. Now, what does that mean? A bigger chance for hiccups. What, what does that mean? Like it not actually happening or yeah, not actually happening or things just not going the way that they think they're going to, or dates get pushed back or, you know, you know what I mean? I guess because there's not like as many, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm, how I'm trying to explain it. Does what, I'm say, and, and, does what I'm saying does what I make what I'm saying make sense to you at all? <laughs> That's the real question. Not really. But okay. Let's get into it. My so bad. you're saying this happens to local bands more than it does a band who's on a record label or a band who's well known or a band who's killing it. Yes, that's what I would say. How are we tracking these stats? Who and how? Okay. Who's tracking these stats? Okay, how, well, let, okay. let me let me ask you this. If you read you read that, you said you seen it. What was the first thing that like how how do you how do you read that statement that Finn McKenzie made? I immediately thought he knows way too many local bands that don't have their shit together. That's how I read it. Okay, so Stop maybe following so, so, bands so, that don't have their shit together <laughs> and keep promising things that don't come through. So maybe that's partially maybe that's partially how, what I'm saying. But also it's funny to me that he used the term local band. Local band has such a terrible, terrible stigma behind it now. By saying, by calling someone just a 
local band or they're a local band. Mm -hmm. It means that. uh, Well, look, it's open. It's open to your own interpretation. But to me, if someone says it in the connotation that he said it, it's, it's an insult, meaning they're just local. They're not doing big things. They're not capable. Uh, Do you think that he's, I mean, I know he's a big, his name's big, but do you think he has the right to say something like that if he, if he meant it in a demeaning way like that? Well, he can say whatever he wants. Absolutely. Um, well, that, and that's what I mean. Like for a guy who gets as many views as he does on, on social media platforms and on YouTube, for him to say that, he's clearly, we, he, he's being tongue in cheek, but also I think when he says local band, he means as an insult. Okay. I don't think he means it in an endearing way by any means because okay. that wasn't an endearing post. It means local pants don't have their shit together. Um, but every band's local to somewhere. So like I've, I've had this discussion many times with people about the term local band. I don't really like to, I've never referred to any musical project I've been a part of as local. Okay. I just haven't I, because, because I know the connotations and I know the stigma behind it. So why get off to a bad foot when when someone asks me, "Oh, you're blah 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 blah, blah that the, oh, the, oh the song just came out." I don't use the word "local" at all when describing it or discussing it, like because that person's automatically going, "Okay, I'm just local." I guess it's kind of weird to me too that he can use the uses the word "local" because, like right now, you can say you're in a local band, but by "local" you mean you're in St. Louis, like local to you. So for somebody to say like the broad statement of local band, I mean, I know he means, I know what he means. Sure. But it just, it just seems weird, right? Um, to say, no, because, to, I mean, to say it, local band as a, but then again, I guess if you're saying if it me if it's a demeaning term, then it's, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. This makes more sense to me now that you explain it. I've always seen it as, yes, as a, as a, not demeaning, but as a, as a, um, a passive way of describing one's band, meaning like, oh, oh, and I'm doing that with my hand, like shoe, <laughs> shoe fly, get out of here. You're just a local band. Shoe, local band. We don't want to hear from you. Um, that again, I am fucked up in the head. <laughs> I'm an overly anxious tool who hates himself. So, of course, I'm going to think people are hating on me if they call me local. Uh, so don't listen to me, but that's just, look, I, anyone who, anyone who's done it, anyone who saw that comment, anyone who gets called local, they understand what I'm saying in in, in a, even in the most minuscule way, they understand what I'm saying. Um, it's not an endearing thing to say. It might be necessary, but in some cases, maybe not even all the time, but whatever. Okay. Well, look, here's the other thing too. And I was actually, dude, it's so funny because I was actually thinking about this. So a couple of bands we know who are, and I want to be careful here, who are local, and I use their quotes there for the people listening, to the St. Louis area just announced a show, right? Okay. And I don't remember what it was on. It wasn't on 
maybe it was on Instagram, but someone somewhere on one of the posts, because all the bands posted it and then the members posted it, someone said something negative. And I don't exactly remember what it was. But, and it, and it must have been removed or I don't know, but it was like right when the post happened. But someone said something negative about it. And I was like, well, and I, and it was along the lines of, oh, another, it, it was exactly what we're talking about. It was like another local show, whatever. Uh, I can't, I fucking wish I could remember what it, but it's been days now and so much has happened, but, but it was something about it being a local show. And okay. again, they, they, the words, they used the words local show. And again, it was not, it was this sort of attitude or this mentality, like, oh, great. Another local show. Okay. Which first of all, it's not another. I mean, we've had a fucking year away from live shows, but also if I'm a member of one of those bands, I go, don't come fuck face. <laughs> yeah. And if you do come, I'm going to try my best to fucking win you over. You know, I'm going to find you in the crowd and I hope you heckle me so I can throw my shoe at you. <laughs> Again, that's probably just the way my brain works, but, but no, I mean, for real, like those, those bands should be like, fuck this guy. Who cares? doesn't matter. We're not local. It's not a local show. This is gonna, we're going to make this an event. Well, it, I mean, it's, right? it's weird, but it's like, you also know that the person that made that negative comment, their favorite band out there was doing this on the grind up to where they are now. That's my point. Every band's local to somewhere. Yes. So it's just, it's silly. It's yeah. silly. Um, and it actually made me just think, you now that you're talking about this, I just read an article by Inside Edition about the music industry and what kids now should be doing if they get into the music industry and how to curb their expectations and all this shit. And they basically said that good songs aren't enough anymore. The article was basically about good songs aren't enough anymore. You have to have a presence everywhere. You have to represent yourself as a brand. Having good songs, having good music just isn't good enough anymore. And I, I, I was like, well, that's half true. Or having good songs, is it good enough to have good songs and be a rock star? Because that was the title of their their article. It was like how to be a rock star today or what, how to be a rock star in 2021 or something like that. Are good songs good enough to be a rock star? No, they never have been. This isn't anything new. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of the, the people who are considered stars, they have star power. They have all of it. All of it. Right. For a long time there, there was just like, yeah, just write a good song. Just get it on the radio. Like there was this perception in, in this 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 false sense of reality in the public, I feel. Uh, the guy from Yellow Card said this, actually. In, in, the, in the article, he was quoted being like, yeah, people just assume because we had a song on the radio 15 years ago that we're all fucking rich. They were not rich. Right. You know? Yeah. I go... He's right, but also the people that think that way, like Jesus Christ, how how else do they live their lives? Like they're they're not the brightest people, you know. If they buy into that sort of mentality, but um, but yeah, there was just this 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 perception from I don't know if it's the general public, I don't know if it's the casual music fan, I don't know if it's everyone, I don't know if it's young kids in a band who want to make it big, like get a song on the radio, uh, uh, uh sell a million records and then you're set for the rest of your life. 
No, I mean, or the, you know, I mean, just write a song good enough to get on the radio or whatever the case may be. And like, it's never, I don't, when has it ever been about that? I mean, go, just go back to our episode a few episodes ago when we were talking about Chevelle saying that they never made a dime off of any of their music. I mean, that's Chevelle, you know, that's, yeah, not, but the, that's not just like the yellow card statement saying we had one song on the radio 15 right. years ago. This is a band who's had multiple, multiple hits. Yeah, but I would say, but there, but see, the thing is, is they could, they've been able to sustain a career for this long because of those songs. Okay. They are successful. Now, money, okay. If we're talking about just money, that's one thing. But if we're talking about sustaining a career, I got right? You. Okay. That's completely different. Okay. Um, I, I've always said I'd much rather sustain a career than get rich, get rich quick. Who, in any industry, who wants to just get rich quick and then everything fades away? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like hoping to be a top 10 draft pick in the NFL, get that rookie contract, and then you suck <laughs> after your rookie year. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that, what, what good did that do you? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't always look at sustainability. And it was funny. There was another piece of that article where they were talking about, is it selling out to sell your music catalogs? Because a lot of older artists have been doing that now. And well, one, no, that's not selling out. And two, you have to build a music catalog worth selling. So we're talking about people who did it for years and years and years and were able to sustain that career and able to keep it going. If you're 24 years old and you've put out two SoundCloud records that got a million hits on YouTube here and a million hits on this platform here, you don't have a catalog to sell later in life. Right. You're working at Starbucks now. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's um, it's an interesting thing to think about because people still, like, there's still this debate about how to make it in the music industry. And I, I to be honest with you, man, I don't know if anyone knows. So there's you're, once you're in a generation there's talent. No, there's no formula? No. Just kinda. Is there? I don't it, know. It, for real. I mean, it, if, if, I don't think there is. I think there's once in a generation talent. You get that out of some people, you know, or a couple people, right? Mm-hmm. And then there are people who know how to put it all together. They know how to put it all together. Look, uh, like, I'll, I'll use this person as an example. I'll use Dave Grohl as an example. Okay. And, the, and, and Foo Fighters, especially now I get it. He started as the drummer of Nirvana. And when you're a part of a band that was so successful or as successful as Nirvana was, people just, just assumed when he started Foo Fighters, that oh, he's going to be fine. Okay. Maybe, maybe, but what he did is he was very meticulous and particular about those songs, about who he had in that band, about the things that that band did when they started out. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, they didn't tour in a bus when they started. Could they have? 1000%. Right. Could they have just got in a bus and lived this cush lifestyle, this cushy lifestyle um, on tour? But they didn't. They got a van, they got a trailer, and they grinded it out. You know, um, and when they first started touring, they didn't open up for a big band. They didn't open up for somebody with a giant name who was in the mainstream. They started small and they worked their way up. So he was, like I said, very meticulous about the way that he did things. 
And then they evolved as, as rock music evolved on the radio, on television with music videos. Um, they evolved, they evolved their image. They evolved their sound. Um, they evolved as performers. If you look at videos and you can do this, you can go on YouTube right now and do this YouTube videos of Foo Fighters when they first started on stage, not the most exciting live show, just the, the entire package of it. And then look at them when they were, I mean, when they were like, when they played, when they were on their way to playing Wembley stadium, that's two different bands. That's a band that worked at getting better at being performers at getting, at being a band. And like they had to go through all these trials and tribulations. So again, they had like, they had to put it all together. So what you're saying is even, even though he was a name because of Nirvana, he could have just threw together something and probably been successful for a minute. But Foo Fighters have sustained Absolutely. a career because he didn't want to do it that way. He wanted to make sure he could build from the ground up and sustain. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. But he's also, as far as putting together the full package, he is a rock star but still plays the humble card. Like he calls himself a bad guitar player. He doesn't think he's a good singer. He doesn't compliment himself, you know, which you see a lot of, a lot of people doing. He doesn't do it. So again, that makes him to, in my, in my opinion, that makes him accepted more than if he was a fucking egotistical prick about the music. Which maybe behind closed doors he is, but uh, you know, on the surface, what we see, he's not. Right. So that's just one example out of a thousand I could give you of people who've put together the full package. But I think it's important to know about him because he came from that situation. Now there are people that just they. Let me think of an example. Uh, well, let me ask you this: Do you want rock or you want hip hop, or do you or you want pop or do you want rock? Pop ish or rock? An example of of the total who I think has the total package. Let's go pop. Pop. Who has the total pack? Do you want past or current? Current. Lady Gaga has the total package. Okay. She has a great voice. She's a good performer. Not the best dancer, but who gives a fuck? I don't think she should be dancing anyway. Just perform for me. Get into it. Perform. Um, is she is, is she still as big style. as she once was? Is she not? I don't know. That, okay. I mean, th I mean, this dude, is a legit we, question because I haven't what followed she did? her. She did the Super Bowl halftime show like two years ago. Yeah, she's ginormous. Right? Okay. And A point. Star is Born was like two years ago. Like, no, she's a fucking star. Okay. So like, okay, my point is, uh, great voice, good performer, great songs. And uh, the argument could be there that she doesn't write her own music or she only writes some of it. Okay, fine, whatever. She has good songs written for her if she doesn't write her own songs. So great voice, great performer, great songs image out of the fucking out of this world style out of this world so it has the image has the look and then has the i don't give a fuck attitude to go along with that look and when people started like comparing her you're just a madonna ripoff she was unapologetic about any of it you know she wasn't afraid to be different for the time if anyone if fine if you think there were people who did it before okay in most cases there were people that did this before you it's just, you just, how it's impossible to be 100% original anymore. It just is. Yeah, for sure. Unless you're playing a violin in space. <laughs> I, I don't know how else, like, well, how else, like, 
So I think she's the perfect example of that um, in pop, you know? Mm -hmm. And I honestly wasn't a fan. And I mean, I wouldn't call myself necessarily a fan now, uh, but her in that movie, A Star is Born, really made me, for whatever reason, just like her more and appreciate her more. I don't know why my wife seems to think that I, somehow relate to Bradley Cooper's character in that movie. I'm like, he's just a drunk musician. So what are you saying? Are you saying, are you saying I'm a drunk? Like <laughs> and he ends up killing himself. Like she's like, you relate to that character in a small way. I'm like, well, I do, I guess. Um, but he, it's a, the, the more, the deeper issue with him in that movie is he's just dealing with these demons, just these demons, demons, demons. And the way that he copes is not through his music. His music at this point in the movie has become a job. And he's just coping by being abusing substances. Um, then she comes along and sort of revives his hope that, you know, music was the thing that lifted his spirits, but then she gets famous and she goes, she blows up and he can't, he can't deal with it. So are you telling, you've you, seen that movie, are you, right? Are you telling me right now that your recent song hope was made out of a star is born? No. How did you get that out of that? Because you just, you just explained <laughs> I explained that movie. I didn't explain that song. Okay. Because your your song is basically you losing hope until she came along. I didn't say she. Okay. <laughs> that song is inspired by my wife and my son. I know yes. that. I know that. I was trying okay. to make a joke out of this and it was supposed to be funnier and it didn't work. Let's get, let's get back to, let's get back let to work. fun. Let's get, <laughs> let's move away from awkward. Let's get back to fun. So what do you understand what I'm saying about, yes. um, you know, the, the full package and then I, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying anything deep here. This isn't anything that is by any means, like I'm the first one to say it. Um, and, uh, and, and to be honest with you, I've had people in the industry say it to me, you know, um, not an easy thing to hear, but try to have that total package. And, and it was funny in that article, they talked more about representing yourself as a brand, which I guess is in a way saying you got to have the total package. But I don't know. I, I think there's there has to be more to, to it than that. I mean, everyone, I think in a way, if you post on social media regularly and you're a creator, you're you're representing yourself as a brand. Otherwise, you would just say "fuck social media." I'll I'll come up with my own way. Right. Um, I think there there has to be a level of I don't give a fuck, which it's hard to it's hard to find that. It is. I don't think people ever do. But everyone's version of success is different as well. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Th- I was thinking about this the other day too. It's kind of funny. And I don't remember what video it was that I saw, but something about bands being successful or artists being successful and how do they achieve that and or whatever. And my first thing was, well, it depends on what we're talking about. What is success to that person, to the individual, because it's different. You know, I know that I, I am a fan of many bands who, their level of success is playing small clubs 
and they've been playing small clubs for 20 years. They don't care about, you know, I, so that's their level of success. Um, somebody blowing up on TikTok, they might consider that success. There might be nothing else to achieve. I don't, I don't know. True. Yeah. But it's just the people think about it in different ways. So for there to just be this one thing that we call success, what is that money? Is that money? I guess it's maybe when we were talking about selling out, maybe that's how I was thinking about it. But like, okay, selling out how? Just to get money, to do bigger things, to, you know, what, what does it mean? I don't know. It's what it means to you. I get, I mean, I, I don't know. And for those people that are worried about selling out, like they would never sell out. Okay. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you consider selling out? <laughs> what do you consider selling out is different than what I consider selling out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So good for Miley for bringing that dude on Saturday Night Live. I think that's how we got started there. <laughs> 45 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Last compliment I give her for now anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, do we want to talk UFC a little bit? There wasn't a whole lot to go over from, from Fight Night last night, but Neil Magny is a monster, and the fact that his name isn't in more people's mouths is kind of disturbing. I mean, not what the casuals know, but for people like you and I who have been watching, he's always been on my radar. Um, is that 18 wins in the UFC now? Mm-hmm. He's just it's one of those guys, man. He always gets to that over-the-hump fight, and he loses that fight. Yeah. It's just, uh, and it's kind of funny if you look now where he is in his career. So his last bad loss, I think the Kiesa fight wasn't a bad loss. Like Again, wrestlers are his Achilles heel. So he just has trouble with the grappling. He just, if you're a good grappler, it's just a bad matchup for him. But his last bad loss was to Ponza Nibio. And if you look at where Neil Magny is and where Ponza Nibio is in the UFC, that seems like a decade ago. Right. Ponza Nibio's not even sniffing the top 15. It, it, it's just the, the the trajectory of the two just completely different. Right. You know, and that was a devastating loss for Neil Magny. If Neil Magny wins that fight, he's in title conversations. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He doesn't. He gets TKO'd and and we're back to him being ranked ninth and winning a big fight again. So now who does he get? You know, he's going to get someone probably in the top five. Yeah. Top six. If it's a wrestler, <laughs> uh, he just better work. I, I I don't know what he has to do. I, I'm not a trainer. I'm not a coach. Yeah. I don't know what he has to do. Um, He's been around long enough to know what he has to do to defend and, and to make the transitions into, but it's just one of those things, man, those grapplers, he just, he just, it's, I don't know what it is. So I'd like to see him get, uh, well, you know who would be a good fight for him because of the way he fights? It's Colby Covington. I wouldn't mind to see that. Oh, I'd love to see it, especially him kick the shit out of him. But it would be a good fight because they both like to do the same things. They like to push you against the fence and 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 control and control that way. So would the two balance each other out and we would have just a straight boxing match? Like, and if that's the case, I like Neil Magny. Yeah, a fight like that because of his reach and his length and like his ability to throw kicks and I don't know. Uh that's just one name. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Good for him. I'm proud of him or happy for him. 
my spirits are just broken on cowboy. I don't even know what else to say. What like what do what do what do you do you like the odds in Magni's favor if we had like a Magni and Masvidal or a Magni and Usman? Usman, no. Masvidal, eh, I don't know. Maybe. 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 Us- or Masvidal has trouble with guys who have that length, who are longer than him. Yeah. Uh, Wonderboy exposed him in that way. So maybe. But I think with Masvidal, you're also getting just a different animal when it comes to the striking and the ferocity and the in the true his style and the angles he takes and like all this stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Wonder boy would be an interesting fight for Magni. True. I think at this point, anyone is a good fight for him as long as they're ranked ahead of him. And he's never been a guy to like ask for fights that he doesn't deserve. He just fights, you know, Mm -hmm. he fought six times and or five times in 2015. I think it was. Yep. You know, there's only been so many guys to do that. And oh, by the way, that followed 2015. He fought four times. 2014, he fought four times. So this, he was the most active guy in the UFC for many years. Right. So, yeah, I'm trying to find the welterweight rankings. Hold on. Let me see here. Who's, who's ranked ahead of him? Man, we, we just named like five of them. So we got Camaro, Colby Covington, Gilbert Burns, Leon Edwards, Stephen Thompson, Masvidal, Kiesa, Luke, Damian Maya, Neil Magny. So he could avenge his loss to Damian Maya. Maybe. Get him while he's 600 years old. Maybe, but if we're still talking wrestling, and that being his weakness. But that's uh, in the eyes of the people that do the rankings and in the eyes of the UFC, what's What's a bigger win? Is it, uh, I mean, he's not going to get the Kiesa rematch because Kiesa just dominated him. I guess Luke is a great fight, but that's a, if I'm anyone in that welterweight division, I, I don't I, want that guy. <laughs> no, absolutely I, not. I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, who, who else you got in mind? Because that he's just, he's a zombie dude. He just keeps, he just keeps coming after you no matter how bad you hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What's next for Cowboy? You want him to retire like I do? I, I that's it's a tough one, man. I mean, Cowboy's probably my favorite fighter in history, and for him to go out to leave on a loss like that would suck. But then you're taking the chance on well, who else do you, who do you give him to try to give him one last fight or whatever? Yeah. You know, and. and I don't know. I don't know if is it just age or in his reaction time slowing down or is it the fact that he's he's been training for Diego Sanchez up until two weeks ago? Does that come into play at all, or do you think that Cowboy just does a camp just as for, you know for conditioning and you know just to get himself ready versus like actually training for somebody's certain style. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the camp and the training for Diego has anything to do with it. Right, he's lost 
four of his last five. Finished all four. He was TKO'd or KO'd in all four of those fights. And it sucks too it's, because it's it, it just takes that one shot, and you can see and you can see it in his face now. You're like, all right, it's over. That sucks. Uh yeah, yeah yeah. I mean that's T yeah. It sucks. It sucks to watch. <laughs> Hard to watch, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who he beats. I don't know who he beats because he because he's fifteen. Mor- uh, Morono. How are, Mor- how do you say that guy's name? Last name. Morano. Morano. He was Morano. unranked, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming Cowboy's unranked after that fight. Well, Cowboy was a fifteen. He was fifteen in. Was it light heavyweight or or, or lightweight? I thought it was, he was not light heavyweight. I mean, was he 15 in lightweight or welterweight? He was 15 in lightweight. Oh, okay. And that was a welterweight fight. So okay. rankings don't even, uh, at this point, don't even matter. I just don't know who you get. I mean, he's just, 30, he's 38. Like you said, the reaction time, the defense, they kept pointing out that how low his left hand was hanging. That's something that he has not corrected. Mm-hmm. He was able to get away with it more when his chin was better and he was, but he's his left hand drops like that because he throws such a just these he he throws like this collection of strikes you know he goes from one twos to kicks and naturally i think the left hand's going to drop when you do stuff like that especially on the kick so like i don't know man i don't know who he beats yeah i just i don't it's just not there anymore it's just not like it takes him seems like it takes him a lot longer. Well, I mean, we haven't even got to see it, but it takes him a lot longer to figure out the the striking it, when, once it gets in there. You know, like picking his picking his punches and stuff. It, it seems like it takes him a lot longer to do it and I think more people are like the the combos are slowing down. Yeah. And that's been no, his, bre- yeah, his mean, bread and butter for a long time. Everything's slowing down for him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he he had a knack for a while there of, of having a comeback fight where he kind of revives your um, your belief in him. The, the Alex Alexander Hernandez fight was definitely one where I was like, oh shit, Cowboy's not going anywhere. The Mike Perry fight, I think, I think a lot of people had nope, him that was a good losing one. that fight just from I, Perry's I, power. And I still think he beat Anthony Pettis, but that was a war. He he did beat Anthony Pettis. Um, and he looked good in that fight. So that also in that fight, that kind of revived my, I was like, Oh, he looked good. Right. Um, I just think he's, I I think he's got a lot of things going on outside of, you know, he's been doing some acting and he's doing, he does so much stuff at the ranch. Like he's been talking about, um, you know, trying to put together like an amateur league, uh, MMA league and stuff like that, which would be cool if he could put something like that together that the UFC could pull from or something like that. You know, yeah. I, he just got so many things going on outside that I wouldn't be, I would like to see him just walk away and invest his, you know, time into that instead of being like a Glover or somebody like that who's going to end up dying in the ring because they just have to fight until they're dead. Yeah, I just think Glover's bored. <laughs> I think he just needs to fight. And I was fighting for a title, but his, yeah, his, I don't know. His, his, it's probably time. His heart rate probably doesn't even increase when he's in the cage anymore. No, no. He's just like, on like, karaoke at this point. <laughs> it's autopilot. It's autopilot. Yeah, it just whatever. Um, the the best thing about Donald still is he's like, no, I'm not done. I'll I'll go back. I'll watch tape. Like he's still 
he doesn't get embarrassed by these losses. He doesn't fucking care. Like I'm going to go watch tape and I'm going to correct what happened. I don't know if there's anything to correct, bro. You're, you're 38. You just, mm-hmm. it's not there anymore. You know, he could get away with these things when he had a better chin. But you know, the, um, the, the thing is, is that he's got a, a great group of people around him that you sure. would think that if they, if they see the same thing, like, dude, it's just not there anymore or your reaction time slowing down or whatever, that you would think they would say that to him. And maybe they do. And maybe he just doesn't listen. Because he thinks he's still got it. But I, yeah. but he just doesn't seem like the guy that would be that way. He seems like the guy that would want straightforward, you know, if you if you see it going away, tell me about it. And then, you know what I mean? Versus, like, trying to tiptoe around it. Yeah, but he also wants to fight. He just considers himself a fighter. So, And I don't think losing crushes his soul like it does other people's. So, like, I think he's, I mean, he's, he's he, okay he, with... Yeah, there's that. And he's also, like, he knows he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And I'm not saying that from an ego standpoint. I'm just saying like he's, yeah. you know, he's got the career that he does, and you know he's going to have a career with the UFC until he decides to quit or retire. So you know whether he ha- whether he retires now or he has ten more fights that he loses, you know, to him it probably doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean it could be a situation where Dana steps in because he did do that with Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Um. After Chuck Liddell got knocked out by, uh, what was it Rich Franklin? I think was his last one. He was still like, oh, I need one or two more fights. I got one or two left in me. And they're just like, finally, like, no, dude, you you've been knocked dead the I, last I, three, four fights. Like, I haven't heard the can't. name Rich Franklin in a long time. Yeah, he works for One uh, FC. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like an executive for them. Nice. Hmm. I don't know. But he has to live in Singapore, so that's um, <laughs> it. But when we're talking about Cowboy and being tough and just wanting to fight, it's so funny. Do you think, like, what, what do you think a guy like Cowboy, and we do, maybe he doesn't even think about it, but a guy who has the mentality of a Cowboy, do you think he thinks about someone like LeBron James who bitches about having to play in a play-in game because his, his team's not doing well, so now they've slipped to a seven seed? And he's when when they were a one or two seed, he was all fine with the play-in games and the the NBA playoffs. But now that he has to be in it, he's bitching about it. What do you think a guy I think who he, works as hard as Cowboy and has that mentality? I think he calls thinks him, of that. I think he calls him a bitch and would tell him put yeah. in the work. I I just dude, I've come to LeBron's defense as a Cavs fan. I've come to his defense so many times on so many of these things. Not recently, not since he left for the second time, um, but because he does say just incredibly stupid things in the media. And I don't know why, who, like, who is your publicist? I don't even, who ca- is letting you. I mean, he may do that too, but I don't even care about that stuff. This whole new thing about uh, faking fouls drives me so insane. The flopping? Yeah, we're adults. And we're go- <laughs> and in the in, and the thing is like if we're playing AAU basketball and we want to do this to try to draw a foul thinking that the ref's going to think that okay there was a foul there and we're going to call it. That's a different thing, but we're on national television. You know that in replays, everybody's going to see that you didn't even get hit or you barely got touched. 
why would you want to fake something that you know that everybody is going to see you faked in the next five seconds? Yeah. And also, yeah, again, we're adults. Yeah. I mean, I know he's not yeah. the only one that does it, but still, it, it's... He's probably the most egregious. Yeah. Uh, he's one of, one of, if not the most... Drawing, trying to draw a foul is, 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 is as common as it gets in basketball, but the flopping or the, the, the screaming and the, he, he does like the soccer thing. He, yeah. he does like the European, I'm going to fall and act like my leg just exploded thing. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I've, I've always, I've always disliked it about him. I always just thought, come on, bro. Like, dude, he just, you get away with that shit when you're winning titles when you're not it becomes worse uh you're you know how you how you <laughs> how you appear on the surface when you're doing that shit if you're not winning is is worse but he just won a title so and plus in LA eh, with the LA fans the LA fan base doesn't necessarily it's us on the outside looking in that complain about it but yeah. So my point was, I, I come to his, I've come to his defense so many times, but I just cannot like at this point, it's like, dude, you just, you dig your own fucking grave by talking, just shut up. And I don't mean shut up and dribble. I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm saying, don't say the things that you know are going to get you in trouble. Like I think whoever should have, whoever created these playing games should be fired. That is dumb. Don't say, if you want to do your social justice thing, I don't have any problem with that. Say all you want, right? Mm -hmm. Say all you want. I don't care. Uh, not you're never going to hear me complain about that. But with something like this, it's like, dude, you are hurting yourself. Because um, there's a platform for the social justice stuff, you know. With this thing, you just sound like you're a baby. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, and that doesn't win over people. That doesn't that. <laughs> That does not inspire people. Being a baby does not inspire people. I think I think um, maybe it's just an ego thing now, and he's just like, I should only have to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And things like this I mean, are things that he doesn't really feel like he should have to do if he doesn't want to do it. Well, sit out the playing game, and if you think your team's going to beat – right now they would play Golden State. And if you think that team's going to beat Golden State without you, well, have fun. Right. I, I will definitely tune in to see you on the bench crying after they get beat by Golden State because that team will not beat Golden State without you. Maybe. In, in one game, okay. But you better hope Steph doesn't have a 60-point game that game. You better fucking <laughs> hope it's not one of those nights because you're fucked. Um, but I was just curious. So like, What would a guy like Cowboy – and it's not like fighters are the only people who are these these hard nosed guys, but well, it's not. But I mean, any guy of any sport. I I think about uh, a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant. I I want to. I would like to hear what their you know in the same sport. I would like to hear what their thoughts are on it. And I yeah. say I think the same thing. I'm kind of surprised, and maybe they haven't. I just haven't heard, seen the interviews. But I'm surprised Michael Jordan hasn't been asked that, that question yet. Because there's always the comparison oh, sure between LeBron I'm and sure Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm sure he's been asked, but I'm sure he doesn't care to answer. Do you know why? He has no grudge with LeBron James. True. If there was some sort of bitterness 
to expose there. Some <laughs> we would sort know. of grudge, some sort of resentment. <laughs> you best believe Michael Jordan. Dude, that's what fueled that dude. Yeah, true. All of it was just spite, out of spite and 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 resentment. And you said this person would win the MVP, so I'm gonna prove you wrong. You dude. Right. Well savage. Well, on savage. that uh I, I was just thinking about that too, like on the last dance, you know. We're we're talking about LeBron faking these fouls and being so crazy about it, but like watch the last dance and some of those those games where, you know, they were just getting the the piss kicked out of them during these games. There's no faking fouls there. Dude, Michael Jordan put on weight, and by that I mean weight and muscle, because he was tired of the Detroit Pist- the Detroit Pistons knocking him on his ass when he uh-huh. went to the fucking which by, which, by the way, was what their plan was to do. If yeah. they are going for a shot, knock them on their ass. That's what yeah. they were planning to do. <laughs> yeah. And he worked his dick off yeah. to put on muscle and be like, no, I'm just going to get stronger. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to get stronger, and I'm going to beat them at their own game. Mm-hmm. That Dude, that is what inspires people. Yeah. You know? Um, well, they, dude, this came, up, this came up recently. There was just uh, the owner of the, the New Orleans Pelicans was talking about the league is is letting Zion get fouled too much. It was kind of like the new version of Hackashack, and that's why he's injured right now. And you got a lot of these old school guys being like, I think you need to get over it. Right. Zion hasn't necessarily said it, but the owner of the team did. Dude, Zion's a monster. Yeah. He's a literal monster. How else are you going to stop him if you don't follow him? Right, but it's this soft ass version of the NBA now, where you can't if it, if it looks like a foul, it has to be called a That's foul. And, oh, by never... the way, that person should be like they get called for for flagrant fouls now. In in dude, just back in the old NBA, like come on, yeah, you got the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, man, I've never heard that before. What the we're letting a guy get fouled too much? Yeah, that's nuts. Do you know what he injured too? Hmm. His finger. Nice. I mean, he does have a fracture, so I mean that's a big deal. But still, you can injure your finger anyway playing playing basketball. It doesn't necessarily have to be because you got fouled, you know? True. You can see one thing if he like fucking fractured his neck, <laughs> broke his orbital. You know what I mean? <laughs> then okay, now we're talking about a different thing. But like I don't know. That's but yeah, it, it, I think that's why when you ask a lot of these older players and old school guys, when they get asked, like, who do you think LeBron or Jordan, they immediately go Jordan. I think a lot of the reason that that is, is because just the incessant whining out mm-hmm. of LeBron, I think it has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I don't know if it has anything to do with skill. I really don't. I think a lot of these guys probably look at LeBron's skill and they're like, God damn. I mean, that, that's a, that's a whole nother beast. Right. That, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with when I played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think they look at titles and I think they look at LeBron's attitude and I think you just go, well, it's hands down Jordan. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, I, I've always said it's a dumb conversation because I think they're two different guys, two different eras. Right. Uh, and I just think they're two different players. That's it. I, I don't know if there is. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just funny when Cowboy. I saw Cowboy's comments after the fight. I was just, God, man, like there aren't a lot of those guys in what, like stars in other professional sports that have that sort of gritty 
mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they, they lose and they're counted, they're like down and out and they're just counted out by other people. A lot of them just kind of walk off into the sunset, you know, mm-hmm. there are guys that stick around. Peyton Manning was a guy. I mean, he, he's like, nah, I, I gotta, I gotta get one more. I'm going to get one more. You know, he wasn't necessarily known as the toughest guy, but he's like, I gotta get one more. I gotta Tom Brady's the same way. Not necessarily known as the toughest guy, right? but just won a Super Bowl. All right, well, so before we wrap the episode up, let's go ahead, and I have a list here that I think is going to be fun for us to do. This worries me. It's ba- it's it's really easy. It's basically a get-to-know-us list for any of the listeners who would like to know. I tried to go stuff that I don't think we've really talked about on the show because there was a, a, a hundreds and hundreds of these things, and some of them I know we've talked about on the show, so people already know, so I tried to get a little bit away from that. There's some that we may have talked about before, but so it's basically a, this or that, this or that list. So basically I'm going to get just simply straight white males. Yes, absolutely. And that's just how we're defined. That's, that's our identity completely, right? Exactly. Yes. Uh huh. So are you ready for this? I'm going to give my answers too, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the questions first. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? This or that? Uh, Yeah, man. Mustard or ketchup? (laughs) Mustard all day. Mustard. I all despise day. ketchup. Really? Why? I despise ketchup. Why? It's disgusting. I hate it. Do you like tomatoes? Love tomatoes. Hate ketchup. Sir, you're odd. But I would go mustard yeah. as well. It's sugar paste. I can't stand it. <laughs> <Go ahead. Sugar-based. laughs> all right. Pudding or jello? Neither. Do I have to pick one? Yes, you have to pick one. You don't do jello? I can't stand either, so I'm going neither. Oh, man. Lame. Pancake or waffle? Waffle. I think I'm a waffle guy, too. Fish or steak? Chicken and waffles is the best meal one can ever. I don't know if I've ever. I don't think I've ever eaten it. (sighs) I don't know if I've ever said this, but that's the whitest thing you've ever said on the show. That has to be. All right, <laughs> waffle for sure. Why did you just make it a race thing? Because I can. That's why. Oh, okay. Okay. I can call you white. I can do what I want I when it comes to that. <laughs> fish, or ste- fish or steak? Man. Um, dude, is, can I pick what kind of fish it is? Sure. I'll go steak. I'll go steak. I'm a steak guy too. What? What's your yeah, cut? I'll go steak. What's your cut? Filet. Filet? Yeah, probably. So you're not like a ribeye over New York Strip or anything like that? If I if Between the, those two, I would go New York Strip. I'm a New York Strip guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. White or wheat bread? I know you're not a carb guy, but if you had to pick one. I can't eat either of those. I'll be on the fucking toilet <laughs> for 16 hours. So neither. <laughs> but if I'm picking, if I'm picking, I'm picking white bread. Okay. Cake or donuts? Oh, donuts, hands down. Yeah, I agree with that. If, I, I'm know, pick, man, if I have to pick donuts, An ice sure. cream cake, though? Ice cream cake's legit. Not a fan. Not, not a fan? Man, that's terrible. Vanilla or chocolate? Um, Vanilla. Same. 
Scrambled eggs or over easy? Scrambled. I'm an over easy guy. Almond Joy or Snickers? Almond Joy. Same here. Apples or bananas? Apples. Bananas are another thing like ketchup. I think they're disgusting. <laughs> I'm a banana guy. And I promise I like we're going to get away from food. Here, I like apple. apple. I would have. Okay. Uh, Slim Why? Jim Slim Jim or beef jerky? Because I hate too many things. Yeah. You hate everything. We We knew that. Beef jerky? Am I on a road trip? If it's road trip, it's got to be Slim Jim. If I'm on a road trip, Slim Jim. Or on yeah, a for sure. float trip. Uh, float uh, trips or Slim Jims all day long. Yeah. I'm just going to go Slim Jim then. Skittles or M&M's? Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. Okay, I'm a Skittles guy too. Pie or cobbler? Mm. I don't really I'm not a big sweets guy so if I'm thinking about pies versus cobblers I don't know I'll, I'd probably go cobbler because between the two like the best I've had of either of those items like ever was a piece of cobbler so I'm going to go cobbler what kind was it? peach and I don't peach. like peaches oh, but dude. it was it was delicious dude a good apple cobbler or peach they cobbler cherry cobbler any of those, you throw a, like a scoop of warm vanilla ice cream, well, vanilla ice cream on top of it. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't like cherry anything, so I definitely wouldn't have tried it if it was cherry, but if apple or peach, I, I was willing to you try. You said you didn't like I peach like apple. either. I don't, but whatever this was, I was just, it, 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 for whatever reason, I could bypass the fact that it was peaches. <laughs> I don't know. It was delicious. All right. Nacho cheese Doritos or Cool Ranch Doritos? Oh, nacho cheese. If you eat Cool Ranch Doritos, you are a terrorist. Who eats those? I would eat a lot Who of Cool chooses? Ranch Doritos. I'm a fan. Of Cool Ranch? Yeah, dude. Who makes that choice? Like, who's in in the chip aisle at the grocery <laughs> store, and they see regular Doritos, and, they get, and then they go, I'm going to go Cool Ranch today. Who does that? A lot to be of honest people. With you, no, I don't think so. Go. Continue. All right, CSI or Law and Order? Law and Order. Okay, I think I'm a CSI guy. Law and Order has never intrigued me ever. Um, yeah, but Law and Order has Mariska Hargitay, and uh, I choose her. Okay, Pac Man or Tetris? Pac Man. Same. Checkers or chess? checkers only because it's been so long since I played chess. And I, I know I wasn't I've good ne- at it. I've never learned to play, play chess. It, so. Never learned to play chess. There was a, a small period of time in school. Like when I was in like, I don't know the fifth or sixth grade for whatever reason, it was just something we did. Like I think maybe the teacher we had for like homeroom in that grade or something if it even was called homeroom then he was a chess player. So he like tried to get us all into it. And then I, that's honestly, I gave up after that. So I'll go check, <laughs> but che- I haven't played checkers since I was a kid either. So I don't think I have either, but checkers, I guess it's been a long time. All right. How about zoo versus aquarium? Zoo. Same. 
New York City or Vegas? Ooh. Um, I can only say New Vegas because I've never been in New York. I'm New York City. Okay. What's the reasoning? If if I'm choosing between the two, if you get here's a ticket, you go to Vegas or you can go to New York City. I'm gonna go to New York City. More things to do in New York. There's just more happening. And Vegas is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I got married there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'd like to go back to both, to be honest with you. But if I'm choosing New York City. Okay, this is a very important one. When hanging your toilet paper, over or under? Over. Absolutely. What serial Thank killer God. goes Thank under? Thank God. Dude, this, is, this has been a huge controversy for like the last year or two. What? Why would people go under? I don't understand it. Well, that's what I'm saying. What serial killer goes under? There's people out there. I don't know anyone that goes under. <laughs> Cubed ice or crushed ice? Cubed. Really? Dude, yeah. crushed ice, man. Yes, people who eat crushed ice fucking go under with the toilet paper. <laughs> what else you got? This is a little dark. Cremation or burial? Uh, cremation. Really? Yeah. Is that what you're going to choose to do? Right now, yes, but that could change. It could change. Why? It doesn't mean I'm going to be buried, but it could change from cremation to something else. Do you have other things in mind? No. Like you don't want to be a tree or something? Uh, I Take me to the taxidermist. Put me up on the wall somewhere. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> Can you right. imagine walking into my house after I've passed oh my away God. and just seeing me on the wall? Oh, I would think I the, want to I, do that. No, I would think that vote. your wife is a psychopath. No, don't put a pastor. What else you got? Uh, if you had to lose one taste or smell, which one? Uh, smell. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'd much rather taste things. All right, we got a couple more here. So, during cardio, music or podcasts? Music. Same. If you had to choose one that you had to do, laundry or dishes? Mm, laundry. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot easier than... Dishes suck. I don't care either way. I'll do both, and I actually do both in my house, but I hate uh, both, I'm particular but... about my laundry. So... Okay. That's why I do the laundry in my house. What is that particular how? Like I don't I don't dry anything. What? The <laughs> The only thing that I put in the dryer are uh underwear and socks. Why? I don't like my shit to shrink, bro. I like the way it fits. So I hang dry everything. So and there have been times I, I, where I, I picture you as one of those people that have the clotheslines out in the backyard. That's the best. <laughs> you are so odd. <laughs> that is the best, man. Um, <laughs> no, if, if you know the few times that my wife has, oh, I got it. I'll go. Okay. And I'm thinking, I'm like, did I have anything in that hamper? And then I, I screw up and I forget about a t-shirt. She fucking blasts that thing on high fucking heat in the dryer, and then it's useless to me. So I do my laundry. 
Oh my gosh. Right, are you a passenger or driver? Driver, 100%. Same here. Cups in your cupboard, upside down or right side up? See, again, if you put them upside down, you <laughs> are a serial killer. Who does that? I can see why. Pint glasses and cups are two different things, though. If you have a collection of pint glasses, those are typically laid upside down because of the way that they're shaped. But if you just have regular plastic target drinking cups, is there a need to put them upside down? Who are you displaying those for? I don't think it's a, normally a displaying thing, but like it keeps stuff like dirt or dust or whatever out of your cup. Right? How, how do you think we have strong immune systems from putting our fucking <laughs> cups face down or facing them up and getting some dirt in there? I get my, I get my strong immune system from eating a little broccoli and taking a jog. You fucking should <laughs> all this time. That's a callback right you. there. So that's a callback. Hate, hate yourself. <laughs> hate yourself. Eat broccoli and jog. You <laughs> want to be healthy. If you've learned anything from this show. Uh, fan or no fan when sleeping? Oh, fan on the highest it can go. Absolutely. Shower in the morning or evening? Morning. I'm an evening guy. Again, if you shower... This is the thing again. Why would you... Who Do you shower at night? I do. Do you know while you sleep, your body is working hard? Okay. You don't sweat while you sleep? I Am I the only one that just is just I don't. out of this world? I don't. I have to shower in the morning, man. When I sleep, I am a mess when I wake up. I'm drooling, farting, sweating. Just, I'm just gross when I wake up. Am I the only person? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. How often do you, how often do you wash me. your sheets? Probably not as often as I should, to be honest with you. Yeah. But often, because again, I do when I sleep, <laughs> sweat. I have to, I probably do it more than most humans, but probably not enough. Okay. Very last question skydive or bungee jump? Well, I've only done one. Which so one I'm have go you done? Skydive because I have not done it. Oh, you've bungee jumped? Yeah, way back in the day. So like you're spring a, break. So you're a, a moron, is what you're saying. Why? Dude. What do you mean? You're jumping with a rubber band around your feet, going headfirst yeah. to the ground. It's it's definitely <laughs> the widest thing I've done, I think. If I'm, if I'm thinking of like Caucasian moments in my life, that's probably, it's prob that is that white people shit. That's for sure. No, I would say skydiving because I haven't done it. I want to. I don't know if I ever would, but. I want to. I'm not the best with heights. I'm not. I'm not the greatest either, though. I don't know if I could get to the edge of that. That door on that plane or whatever and, and be able to. I don't know, man. When you're up that high, it's like the heights thing for me isn't there anymore. Like if I climb like a really high ladder or if I stand on the roof of something, then yeah. heights can get me a little bit. But like when you're that high. I don't think the heights would get me until I can like literally like I get closer to the ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, again, I haven't been up and I haven't been up there, so I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, how do you react when you fly and you look out the window? Does it bother you at all? No, but I also, I'm more bothered by the idea of flying in general than, um, I am never sober on a plane. Let me just point that out. To oh, you. really? It bothers you that oh, much? Yeah. Fuck no. I've no, I'm never sober on a plane. If I'm here and I'm flying to somewhere else, I am smoking weed before I go to the airport <laughs> or eating an edible before I go to the airport that I'm having drinks at the airport. That if doesn't, I'm that doesn't give you more anxiety. Else, Lowers my inhibitions. I don't think about it as much. Interesting. Curves my anxiety big time. So, which is necessary. Yeah. So, cool. Well, I think people got to know us a little better, whether they love us or hate us. Doubtful. It's all out there now. (laughs) Doubtful. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a hater still, and you do weird things like. That's roll the toilet paper underneath, and I don't do that. Let me ask you something: a back to catch ketchup and mustard, because people are surprised when I say I don't like ketchup. Okay, like it's I don't want it anywhere near anything I'm eating. Do you mix mustard and ketchup? Are you one of those psychopaths? I don't, but I could eat a like I I will not do it on my own. Like if I got a hot mayo and ketchup, no. Let me ask you this: this is an important question. This or that when it comes to your burger, mayo or no mayo? If are we talking mayo or just plain or mayo or something else? Doesn't matter. My point is mayo does not belong on a burger, period. Period. If if I'm going if I have to choose between just a plain burger or mayo on it, I would do mayo. Ugh. I don't really need, I don't need a condiment on my burgers. Really? No. If it's a well-cooked burger, like a good piece of, of beef, I don't need a condiment. I don't need ketchup. I don't need mustard. I don't need anything. Hmm. I like to have tomatoes and lettuce, lettuce for the crunch, onion, pickle, but I don't need a condiment. Yeah. If it's cooked well. Now, if I go to a fucking shithole, like, uh, I don't know, McDonald's. I'm putting mustard on that bad boy. <laughs> but I haven't had a burger from McDonald's and I couldn't couldn't tell you how long. Yeah, but if I choose but if I choose fast food burgers, I'm going Wendy's all day anyway. But then I have to ask for no sauce because they do ketchup and mayo on their burgers. And that's just not not good. The only thing I do ketchup for pretty much is fries. But that's also one of those things where if I get fries from the right place, I don't need. Don't need it. I don't need. Yeah. It. How so, are you on ranch? Are you are you? I'm a pretty a big, ranch guy or no. Ranch? I'm a pretty big ranch fan. I'm not gonna lie. With everything. Not every well, like what do you mean everything? Like what do you eat ranch on? I mean, I eat it on salads. I can dip. Like okay. chicken into it and things like that. Oh, dude. That's white trash caviar. Thanks. That's a, a buddy of our mutual friend of ours calls ranch that. And he's like, man, you got these dudes dipping their pizza in ranch. What is happening in this world? I'm like, I don't know, man. I like ranch for what it was intended for vegetables. I feel like that was the intent. I can eat it like that. I don't like it on anything else. 
Yeah. And if you dip your pizza in ranch, you are not getting pizza from the right place. You're just not a good person. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All right. I could see like dipping like a, a Jack's pizza and ranch because, you know, not the most flavor, but I don't know. But I also don't like blue cheese. Me neither. And I know like there's a lot of like blue cheese lovers like you put wings in blue cheese. But again, if a wing is cooked, if it, it's a good wing, I don't need anything other than the wing. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Also, when it comes to salad, I will, as far as dressings go, I will only either do a Caesar salad or a ranch. There's no other dressings that I will use. I like Italian. Not a fan. I like Caesar salads too. Uh, I like ranch. Not a fan of like your Thousand Island and stuff like that. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's ranch or nothing. My wife likes French, and that that's worse than ketchup. I mean, that is literal (laughs) sugar paste. Like it. That's candy. Like that's all it is. She likes that on her taco salads. Like I'll make, I'll make taco salad at home and she puts that on top of it along with sour cream, salsa, you know, the seasoned ground beef. She puts that French shit on there. And I'm not going to lie. When I first met her, I did try it like that. And it actually, with all of those other flavors, it does, it's not bad because you're getting a version that you're getting like spicy and salty with the sweet. So it, it definitely is like a unique thing, but I mean, it's not something that I would, do on the regular but right <laughs> anyway anyway well, you got i'm any- starving now i'm not say, gonna lie do you have anything else or fucking, can we go eat i now? want a burger dude <laughs> i might go get a burger I swear to god burger does sound can't good can't eat the bread right well do you have anything else yeah i'm getting a burger let's go get burgers no do it all right we're out